The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Tonight in Denver, the Avalanche can win the Stanley Cup. They lead the final 3-1 to one after a huge overtime win on Wednesday night, 3-2. to two. Everybody knows about the controversy. We'll talk about that. The controversy is, should the goal have counted by Kadri in overtime? Most people say yes. Obviously, John Cooper and the Lightning say no because there were too many men on the ice. The Lightning claimed there were six guys on the ice uh, when he scored a goal. And it's a penalty, always. But the four officials uh, got together, and they all said, nada, that's not happening. And they gave Kadri the goal and the Avs the win. And tonight they can win the Stanley Cup as they're one win away from taking it away from the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Lightning, who've had the most unbelievable run over the last three years that money could buy. They came out firing uh, on Wednesday night, 36 seconds in, Anthony Sorelli from Cernak. It was one nothing bolts. And then in the second, we finally hit the prop. Nate McKinnon with a power play goal from Rantanen and McCarr tied it up at once, 5-17 into the second. But like five minutes later, Victor Hedman, the big defenseman, got a goal from Ruta at 10:42 to make it two to one bolts and they go to the third almost three minutes in andrew cogliano from helm and Sturm ties it up at twos nothing happened the rest of the period and then eventually in overtime 12 minutes into the extra session nazim kadri back from the thumb surgery scores the winner top shelf the puck stuck in the top of the back of the net and it was from Lekkonen and Kemper Kemper the goalie in on the play up to Lekkonen to Kadri to the net to the win to the bus to the plane back to the Rocky Mountains ready for tonight's chance to wrap it up in game five so without saying that uh, Colorado had too many men on the ice on the winner, Cooper suggested the goal should not have been allowed. Quote, we're all in this together, players, coaches, refs, everybody, but this one is going to sting much more than the others, Cooper said. It's going to be hard for me to speak. I'll, I'll speak with you. You're going to see what I mean when you see the winning goal, and my heart breaks for the players because we probably should still be playing. 
The NHL released a statement saying the penalty is a judgment call that can be made by the on-ice officials. The call is not subject to video review. Kadri got it underneath Vasilevsky's uh, arm, and it went up top shelf. And he said, quote, that's a huge win, a resilient win. And I've been waiting for this my whole life. I figured it was time to join the party. I mean, the Avs wanted it more in overtime. They outshot the Lightning 11-3 to in the extra session. Vasilevsky stopped uh, Logan O'Connor on a breakaway. That was huge. The Avs had a shot uh, ring off the post. Another one hit the crossbar. And then eventually, Kadri said enough of this and went upstairs. So, uh, Colorado won the first two games of the series at home where they are tonight. And they are 7-2 and two at the Ball Arena in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Darcy Kemper stopped 37 shots, and I told you had the assist on the winning goal. Vasilevsky had 35 saves, and he was coming off uh, allowing 11 goals in games one and two to limit the Avs to five the last couple of games. The Avalanche last won the Cup in 2001. McKinnon's first goal of the series, 12th of the playoffs, by the way. Erased Colorado's uh, deficit at 5:17 in the second, as I said, and then uh, you tied on the Cogliano. Uh, bottom line is, uh, you get McKinnon, Gunlin, and there's no stopping the Avs. Uh, I said it on Coast to Coast the other day that he could literally score in game four, five, six, and seven if need be. They may not need to go back to Tampa or to go back to Denver again for a seventh game uh, on Tuesday night because it would go Friday, Sunday, Tuesday. Uh, Tonight's game is game five. Think about this. Miko Rantanen and Kale McCarr assisted on McKinnon's goal, and both of those guys have 20 helpers in the postseason, a franchise record for a single playoff year. And think about this. Peter Stasny had 19 with the Quebec Nordiques all the way back in 1985. I got to tell you, the way the Avs played in games one and two at home. Remember game two, they won seven to nothing. They are ferocious in their building. It seems like they're on a different gear, a different speed, a different level. I think they're going to be very hard to deal with tonight knowing that they smell blood and they're circling the waters uh, to finish off the lightning. I think they'll get it done. But remember, you're dealing with back-to-back champs, a team filled with winners, guys that have hoisted the cup, guys that have been in elimination games, guys that have answered the bell when they were going to be eliminated and won games and forced other games on top of it. So if anyone can do it, it's the Tampa Bay Lightning. Can they win this game tonight and force a game six on Sunday back at Amelie? I mean, anything's possible. They're going to be playing their ass off. They're going to be playing for their lives, fighting for their lives. And you know it's probably going to be the best game of the series. I thought game one was incredible. I thought game four was incredible. Obviously, they were both overtime games. So there you go. We'll see what happens tonight in the Mile High City. I wanted to talk about the basketball tournament. The 64-team TBT brackets were released this week. 
a record 71 players with NBA experience, as well as 29 college alumni teams. You know, for the first time ever, they're going to have outdoor games, as one of the regionals will be at New York's legendary Rucker Park in the Big Apple, which I've been to many times. One of the greatest outdoor rack venues in the country. There are other regional cities, seven of them, Omaha, Albuquerque, Wichita, Syracuse, Charleston, West Virginia, Cincinnati, and Dayton, Ohio. Of course, the teams compete for the one million winner-take-all prize. Jimmer Fredette. Everybody knows him, the former BYU guard. He's on the money team. He was playing in uh, China in 21. He's joining a team that reached the quarterfinals last season and features the likes of Trevor Booker, Jeremy Evans, Charles Jenkins, and Jordan Crawford. Fredette played in the TBT in 2018, led the tournament in scoring, including having a 41-piece to help Team Fredette advance. Fredette's money team is the number one seed in the Dayton Regional. The other one seeds are YGC from Rucker Park in New York, Gutter Cats from Omaha, Heartfire from New Mexico, Florida TNT, that's the Xavier team, Bayheim's Army, that's the Syracuse team, they've won it all. Aftershocks is the Wichita State alumni team, and Best Virginia is the West Virginia alumni team. TBT started in 2014. It's grown in popularity. Remember, back in the beginning, the Notre Dame alumni team won the first chip. Overseas Elite then won four straight titles before their streak ended in 2019 at the hands of Carmen's Crew, an Ohio State alumni team. Marquette's Golden Eagles alumni team won in 2020 with Cuse Bayheim Army getting the title last season. How about this? 2023 lottery picks, Amen and Osar Thompson are headlining Team Overtime, a team that was put together by the media company Overtime. It's going to be the first time NBA draft-eligible players can play in the TBT. Sideline Cancer was a two-seed this year. They're looking for their third straight quarterfinal run. They got some ballers. Uh, top scorer Marcus Keene. They added former San, uh, excuse me, South Dakota State star Mike Dom and longtime NBA vet C.J. Miles can fill it up. There's a lot of guys that played in the NBA that are in it. Uh, Zaire Smith, Omari Spellman, Antonio Blakeney, uh, Samaj Kriston, Justin Patton, uh, Jacob Pellin, uh, Costa Kafos, Xavier Munford, Jacob Evans, Markel Brown. All those guys played at the next level. The chip will be played in Dayton on August Second, It's always a great tournament. I don't know if you've ever watched it. It's really cool. These teams go out and play for this million bucks. So it's like, I mean, they get all kinds of chippy. I mean, it gets violent. You start playing for a million bucks, you should see how these guys dive for 50-50 balls, diving out of bounds, crashing into seats. They'll do anything. They'll give up the body to win that money. Guys play at a different level when there's 
cash on the table uh, so that they can take care of their families. Believe me, you, I've never seen anything like it. They go all out every single game. The Elam ending is awesome. The games come down to this wacky ending where they set a score and the first one to hit that score wins the game. Uh, It's just fantastic. There's a lot of great players. It's fun to watch. I'll tell you, between the NBA Summer League and the TBT tournament, I'm good with my hoop, Phil. I got my fill, son. I'm good to go. I love it when I'm watching Rack, even when there's no NBA season, I'm still filling it up. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 